This episode of Cut the Foreplay is brought to you in part by 29 Clothing. They have amazing t-shirts with prints on them. They have a brand new one collaborating with a mandala artist. That's the African continent and it looks fantastic. You can check them out on their Facebook page. That's 29 Clothing. And on Instagram, it is at 29clothing underscore K-E. Now, on to the episode. Hello. No one is available to take your call. Please leave a message after the tone. And I'm Nadia Favorite. And together we're Cut the Foreplay! Oh god, you sound so happy. I want to die. Die. In this episode, we talk. Why Africa be so extra, though? The most extra. Okay, interesting. So, what is your name? My name. Yes, your name. Marina, I think that's. <laughs> I'm just wondering, like, sexually, how would that happen? Say my name. <laughs> By the time you're done, literally, it's sex over. He's done too, so it's good. I think names are a solid place. To start, because I have heard some really random fucking names. Mm-hmm. I said Mercy. this a long time ago, and it's people name their child after the trait they want them to have. Mm-hmm. And my question is like, my mom. So I was saying that my mom didn't name me a foul-mouthed cunt, but yeah, I'm still here. Here you are. I just like purity is an odd one for me. I yeah, think as well. Like, it's like a little pressure, man. You a little like per. A lot. I would take. I would feel weird taking a dump if my name was Purity. For me, I like names that sound like they should mean something, but they don't. Congestina, for instance. <laughs> I have a cousin, no joke. His name is Crispinas, spelled with a penis. Crispinas Mohandia. Crispinas. Yep, Crispy Penis. So we always called him Chris, and then one day I saw his ID. Crispinas. No. That's his name. Oh. <laughs> I wish I was lying. Also, it depends on where you go, but I find that a lot of teenagers here are like, my name's Josephat, but you can call me Street Killer number 14. <laughs> or they just say it like, my name's Josephat, aka, aka. <laughs> Please. Yes, of course, there's always the words that are things, you know, glicious. Oh. Why are you going to name someone that? Don't put someone in that position. I want to be down. a bitch. Or people that just mispronounce their own names. Oh, Levis. Levis? Levis, your name is Levi. It's Levi, dude. Don't lie to us. Or even um, what Evelyn? Evelyn. I've never heard someone called Evelyn. Yeah. Until I came here, and I thought I was saying it wrong uh-huh. the whole time. And she's like, "No, no, you're correct." Evelyn. Giant question mark. I still can't Evelyn. figure it out. It's Evelyn, right? Yeah, it is. Okay, I thought I was going crazy. Now that always translates into um, words and conversation in general, <laughs> uh, outside of names like should, cool, oh, should and cool, and cool. My, my the one that I was very horrified that more than one person said. I always thought it was just like one person who said it wrong. Yeah, determine, deter, determine. I was like, how did determine become? Determine. I think and then on the news when they're seriously like, oh, you know, Kenya's getting very serious. We're suffering from a drought. Uh, <laughs> a drought. It's drought. <laughs> I mean, we don't. You don't have to say it as extra as you and I were like drought, but like it's still not a drought. You know not what I mean? Drought. It's never been a drought. Ooh, 
there's a couple of things that I didn't really understand until I moved away. I found clarity, basically. <laughs> <laughs> so when I, for, I can't remember, I lived in Mombasa growing up, and uh, my mom brought me here to the big city, the uh-huh. concrete jungle for vacation. And I remember people would be like, oh, let's go to this place, the moon. The mole. The mole. And I was like, Mom, I want to go to the mole. <laughs> and she's like, it's not named after an animal, you bitch. It's the it's mole. The mall. And I was like, ah, oh, revelation. <laughs> or my history teacher, I remember he'd be like, renaissance and reformation. Renaissance. Renaissance. Only a decade later did I learn that it was renaissance. And probably when you said it in conversation and someone had to call you out, but you're like, but Mr. Karanda said, renaissance. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what? It's so bad that in Kenya... People actually excuse it. They're like, blame it on my teacher. <laughs> you should. Realistically, I do get it. Like, I, I get that. I'm just like, I have no hate for you calling on Mr. Karanja. We are just, I think, subtle is, subtle. is the word for us. Oh, subtle. So I think the reason that uh, it's so necessary to talk about this, other than shits and giggles, is just <laughs> general awareness. Like, yeah. one that gets me good uh, is everywhere that I drive, there's always a, a number from Ganga. Yes. But the thing is that they always write love portions. Yes, love portions. <laughs> the problem is like the, the array of things they can treat. It's from unreal. love portions. Yeah. And then all of a sudden you're at buying a house. It could literally go from uh, casting away demons to getting that mortgage. <laughs> Like yeah, it doesn't make it's any fantastic. sense. I feel like these people should be celebrated because you don't need a doctor. You don't need a real estate agent. You don't need a wife or a you husband. Don't need, you don't need anyone. You yeah. just need a guy. And I hear that, okay, where I come from, mm. the way you know someone is a witch. West Island. Okay, okay. I believe you. <laughs> the way you know someone's a witch is if they have, and I'm not even joking, Why? I don't know why people are so specific, mm. if they have a snake in a Fanta bottle <laughs> in what? their house and they feed it milk. That's how you know. So it has to be in a Fanta bottle. I think so, because I was always told, hey, if they're having a Fanta bottle with a snake, it's a thing. I have never heard of that. <laughs> I've never heard of that. <laughs> like, it's called being African, man. You can make this shit up. How, why are we doing a podcast when what we should be doing is making little pendants with Fanta bottles and snakes <laughs> and making a living off of that? I would never be allowed back home, though. No, you, you know wouldn't. That. I wish I but I think we do have a, a serious thing with animals. We're going to talk about bestiality for days and just oh a little bit. But the, I, I saw a story once where it was um, a snake that was in someone's house, so they had to evacuate. Mm-hmm. And they just didn't go back into the home because they thought that they needed to sacrifice something yeah, or someone. Yeah, so apparently the snake, the description was, before I saw said snake, was that it was full white. It had one eye and it could speak. It could speak. Yeah. So they, they, like, camera crew gets there and it literally looked like I was watching National Geographic. There was nothing different about this thing. <laughs> it made no sense. Now, apparently it had a follow-up story uh-huh. where this guy, he decides he has to marry the snake. He takes the After snake on. leaving the house because yeah. he was scared. Okay. Yeah, he takes the snake on as a, as a second wife. Mm-hmm. And he's like, sometimes you can go through hardship and then come to a blessing. This oh. one <laughs> is a, a good blessing. The one-eyed snake. He yeah. just wanted to marry his bitch. He's always right? <laughs> Made absolutely no sense. My thing that is always, always, always um, surprising to me, I always thought it was just in Nairobi. Yeah. And then you realize that it's everywhere in Africa. Crazy pastors. <gasps> so I That's heard a, business, a story, I think this is in Zambia. Yeah. I was reading up on it. Um, this guy was using insecticide. To spray on people. And then in the same country, apparently this is like a church that's like two blocks down. No joke. He was using rat poison. So what he did was he was telling guys that like, if you believe in love, hallelujah, that God 
yeah. would um, take this poison and make it just water. So he drank it first, and when his congregation saw him drinking it, they all lined up to drink rat poison. I yeah yeah. And then I saw the cucumber Ooh. guy. Here, people are grabbing crotches. Okay, I think it goes hand in hand, pun intended, but let's start with the shoshombas. So, mm. the cucumber. Mm -hmm. His brother, I think he had a cucumber business that was failing. Yeah. And I think this was a brilliant move on his part. So he's a pastor, and only in Africa do you get pastors who, like, give themselves more titles. Pastor, prophetess, uh, spiritual leader, doctor, MC. Young <laughs> 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 Like, everything yeah. at yeah, once. Yeah. So this Dr. Prophet um, MC. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> the Ellis MC. He comes up with this plan where he says that in order to get blessings, you need to buy one of his cucumbers for $40. So this is like 4,000 shillings, and he's selling this cucumber, and the only way you can get blessed is through this cucumber, but he has to hit you with it. What? Yeah. He's going to punch you with a cucumber. Can you imagine? He wants so to... He's whacking you with a cucumber. I feel like of all the vegetables... Why are they always phallic-shaped and always... Right? It it's doesn't make any sense. It's essentially just mushroom slapping someone for 40 bucks. I would make that a business. Like, exactly. I would want that they in my life. What? So all of these... I swear, that dude, the pastor before that, was definitely sponsored by some kind of rat poison company. Exactly. We're <laughs> like, just use like, it all. It's not what we expected, so... Holy and then holy. I have seen, of course, there's the pastor Kanyari. Uh -huh. The most famous crazy Kenyan pastor who was insisting that everybody sent 310 for blessings. Okay. This pastor Kenyari, it was later revealed that he's a millionaire because he got people to send, and I mean dollar Are we talking millionaire, not Kenyan shillings. Oh, I thought like rich in, in, in blessings. No, uh -huh. like a dollar millionaire because he would never like build his church, he would always take it to slums. So he looks poor too, but he's like in flashy cars with flashy suits. Um. And he was asking everyone to send 310 shillings. And after um, it was undercover and they revealed that he knew that 310 didn't seem too much. It doesn't. So everyone just sent it. But at the end of the day, he was making millions. 310. Dude, I... <sighs> I loved him though. You gotta think. Because I can't even convince anyone to send me out the door. Yeah. <laughs> and so... that's 27. So like, <laughs> yeah. You know, I... I... I want I want to hate him because that's terrible to use religion exactly. or something like that. But also that business mind, you get it? <laughs> yeah, like, like exactly. Oh, I did see this very um, you know, grotesque video that I can't shake off of this priest who said the only way that you would succeed in life or you know have a, a path that has ease mm -hmm. is if he grabbed your crotch and yelled something. Into my crotch? Yeah, it wasn't a Michael Jackson church, but so, it seems like it should be at this so point. So on his knees just shouting at someone's foot. No, no, he did Because <laughs> I feel like this That's is a Saturday my night. first time. <laughs> no, Am I this, a virgin still? This guy, no, he would, I, I saw him, he would just like grab a crotch, shake it around and be like, <laughs> <laughs> You got the frog guys pouring like out from his so clothes. I feel like would be so subconscious after his mouth is that flabby that he just shake it for real. <laughs> and I literally these dudes that look like they're well educated but just blinded with the the, the perspective. The Jesus juice. They're the Jesus <laughs> juice. Um, they're just standing there waiting for it with their eyes closed. <laughs> so it's even a surprise when he grabs it's, yeah, you. Yeah, it's a surprise. Wow. And you know my problem is um, all of these churches everywhere in Africa when they show the congregation, this is like a hundred plus people. Yeah. Because you would think it was like maybe like ten of his like good cousins who came out to support his thing. Oh. But it's a hundred plus people yeah. going here every Sunday to get crotch 
touch. It's ridiculous to me. Of course, the other African thing that I really, really love mm -hmm. has got to be the idea of what you should be doing. Like, people give you opinions without you asking for it. Okay, okay. Me if I was you. Oh. Me, I think. That's the one that gets see, like, me. I always worked. Like most of my life, I've worked. Yeah. And when I, where I grew up, nobody ever gave you unsolicited opinions. Yeah. Here. Oh, oh. I think Africans in general just don't have a filter. No, and I kind of like it though. You do because Let I. Let me tell you why I like it. Okay. Because when you're in Africa with a bunch of Africans, it's insane. Yeah. But you go to customs in the states with your mother, who doesn't have a filter because she's an Africanist. Yeah. You will get out of anything because she'd be like, "Are you touching me there? Five children have come out. What do you want?" <laughs> and the guy even embarrassed. He's like, "Whoa, madam, sorry. Just keep it moving. Keep it moving." And then there's like us obviously 100% I know you make the same joke as I where if someone pats you down at customs you go at least let me a drink for it oh, oh, I, was, I, oh, I literally I I never get a laugh <laughs> that or on the actual flight they're like coffee and I'm like black just like my men no <laughs> response <laughs> ever like, ever but I do like Africans I feel like Africans are very strong have very strong family values yeah but also that means they have no personal space bubble yeah, it's, it's wonderful. So I gotta say, the thing that always shocks me about Africans, and this is the whole continent, every yeah. country I've ever been to, nobody knows you shouldn't stand too close to each other. No, and also with saying, think about it, even with saying hello, we have to kiss each other 17 times on the right? cheek, and then... And it's so awkward, you know, like, are we done, should I go in for one more? Or, the worst part is, Stop if you it. go in for a handshake, he comes in for a hug, and you just like, oh, each other the stomach. <laughs> And it's just that awkward, like, <laughs> this happened, and I hate it because every place that you go to, it's different. I grew up in Mombasa, so it's three kisses on the cheek, oh, and then I moved to Canada where it's one kiss on the cheek, and mm -hmm. in Nairobi, it's two. So I'm in limbo. <laughs> You're just like, like, I get this, like, panicky feeling in my stomach when people are like, this is my uncle Suraj, and this is my auntie Glynis. That's actually my aunt's name. Yeah, yeah. So I'm like, okay, which is it different for different genders? So Usually what happens is that I go in for two because I'm like average it out. Yes. But then as soon as I'm turning to move away, they're going in for another for one. Third, Our noise like, is great. Oh. And like I get the side lip oh. and I'm like, oh. I can't do it. I can't do it. <laughs> I know too much now. She just goes home, dims the lights, thinks about that moment. You know, like, I gotta say, though, my worst experience of being African is going to the bank. Because nobody knows, don't line up too close to me. So the amount of nipples or belly glaze, like, grazes I've got on my back. Um, so I've, I've, you know, come up with a plan. Every time I have to go to the bank, uh -huh. I have a plan. Be so I, 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 I stand the other thing. I don't think any other country says this, but Africa, like Kenya. Oh. Stand up, Kimbo. <laughs> so they stand at Kimbo, yeah, and you make sure that like your elbows touch the people next to you, so they know uh, this is my personal bubble. That's so smart. But still, one last time, I went standing at Kimbo on the line. Yeah, they are thinking I have won, and then the guy next to me, he pats me on the elbow and says, "Madam, can you do block?" And I was just like, "From what? From what?" In his head, I blocked him from getting to the teller. where this woman was at the bank and mm. this guy was super close to her <laughs> and what was he doing? Hands were in his pants. Hell oh, through his pocket. I think marbles. homeboy gets his pants tailored so there's a little hole so he can diddle himself. Now she started getting freaked out so she took a picture, right? Mm -hmm. And a few minutes later he literally just goes 
Oh yeah! Oh, I, I want, I want, I want you to throw boiling water on me so I can feel clean again. Baptize me, please. Boy. So she takes a picture of literally just semen on the floor and on her on her oh. skirt. On her skirt? Yeah. This I, this literally happened in the CBD. How did you not hear about this? Is it because you don't have search words like semen and CBD? I yeah. not put that. I, you know, that's parental guidance. My mom took it up my. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Yeah. No, they but don't. But you know, Africans also get really creative with church names. Oh Have God, you ever seen church? a church name? Oh, oh, oh yeah, like, church glory names. Glory to God in the blood of Jesus with the fire of earth. <laughs> <laughs> when you say church names, I'm like, this is not uh, a reach at this point. I thought you meant like street name, killer, blah, blah, blah. Nobody church name, God love a 47. <laughs> <laughs> that would be a good church name. That would be bomb. Come up with that, God love a 47. Five. Right? Ministries. Why 45? 46 was taken. <laughs> Amazing. I will. <laughs> that's, that's also another, another thing that is so African is that if there's a problem in the family, ignore it forever. Always. Nobody talks about it. Nobody will Nobody ever talk it about it. And you'll talk to each individual family member like it's a secret, but collectively, you can never be said. Exactly. But you know what I love about Africans? We're very good liars. Yeah. We oh, lie so most. much that like when you go to someone's funeral, you could think this person should be sainted. Yeah. This is a good man. Yeah. And then you find out later, like he beat his wife, he was a drunk, he also dug a trench and buried his kids alive. But they never say it. They're like, they he never was say outgoing, it. he was exploring his... But nobody says it. And I gotta appreciate that because I feel like at my funeral, there'll be very little to be said. Yeah. So I want people to African lie about me. Good. I'm ready. You know yeah. I'm always ready for it. I'm like, she mushrooms slap people for 40 bucks. <laughs> always. When I got to church, what was it? Jesus level 45. Because <laughs> <laughs> 46 was taken. No, that's. With uh, with funerals in general, there's never a funeral that you can go to that's not dramatic. If not, women throwing themselves on the floor saying that they're possessed. There we go. Or it's some kind of drama where the second wife shows up out of nowhere and be like, "This is his daughter." You know what I mean? Like it's unreal. The one and that I read anywhere else. Because I feel like every African funeral, if it's a man, they're always like, "Mwaja to bibi mwingine." You are yeah. Exactly. Yeah. The one that I read was. I think worse than that. I I mean, I can stomach like someone that I'm with having another family, mm -hmm. but this situation. So what happened is this dude, I think you've heard the story before. This naturally you would because you're dirt. <laughs> mm -hmm. So this dude was taken to the morgue uh -huh. and he owed the place $3 yeah. or something along those lines. And uh, the funeral was happening. Everything was sad as it's supposed to be. People are crying. Uh -huh. The guys that run the joint came in out of nowhere and went, nah. Okay. Literally opened the up I the coffin, took the body, and walked away. And I kept wondering, like, couldn't you just take the coffin with you? Why did you have to take, take the body, body out the, the, by itself and walk away? That's I, unfathomable. And realistically, this dude, regardless of what you believe in, is in a place where money means nothing. Exactly. And you're just gonna take him out. The thing I love about no like after funerals are how extra they can get. I remember reading this is like two years ago in Nigeria. This guy was like really rich, and he's part of like the royal family or something. He dies, and he decides he wants to get buried in a very lavish funeral. So what do his children do? Yeah. Naturally, they buy him a brand new Hummer. He's buried in it, no coffin. He's sitting upright on the driver's seat, buried in the Hummer with like $3 million in there with him. Because Africa, right? And then also, while we're at it, what? I used to think this was just like rumors in some parts of Kenya, but I hear also most of West Africa have like stories like this where it was traditionally um, acceptable for you to give 
the dead one last hurrah. And by that I mean they would hire someone to sleep with the body. Ah, you told me and the dude was gray. Yeah, so like they have this documentary and I'm pretty sure I saw it on Al Jazeera and this guy was like gray at the lips, gray at the fingers, and probably, you know, the lady parts. But just go Joro, he'll come through. I I think literally the most eventful thing you can do in Africa is go to a funeral. I read this article about a woman who stuffed $5,700, I don't know why that's specific, huh? in her husband's head and then put him in the ground when he died. Why? I don't know. I think she, like, piggy bank was too expensive. I have money on my mind. Right? <laughs> it's, Always. I, 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 imagine being like, ah, oh, I need to, I need money for this. Let me just go see my hubby about it. Right? Crack this dude's skull open. And then the digging a hole. Get some change for some <laughs> fucking bread. That's it. You know what? I take it back. I said funerals are the most eventful thing. Mm -hmm. Valentine's Day here is quite a show. Really? Yes. This is. I've noticed that every year there's always something or the other. Now, mm -hmm. the one that I read about is um, it's a Valentine's Day tragedy. <sighs> so this guy comes home, suspects his uh, significant other of cheating with his brother. That's when you like check the messages, kind of thing. You be subtle about it. Sorry, it's right? It's proof. Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. So this guy was like, no, 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 no. Let anger take over him. He grabbed a knife. What does he do? He chopped off his own dick, and then and then cut her tit off, her breast tickles. Just one. Just one, I believe. But why is all? I don't know. I... It's like if if I can't. <sighs> I can't, I can't fuck you. Fuck I can't fuck like, <laughs> that's not how the saying goes. <laughs> I don't think that's how it goes, but it's just, it's so unfathomable. You know what the thing is that people here, in terms of not talking about things, isn't it like end at uh, just family issues, mental health issues? Nobody talks. Nobody ever talks about it. They're like, that. I literally have heard someone say, that's white people shit. Yeah. No, seriously. There was one time, I will never forget this. I was in high school and we had a counselor come in. She's like, if you want to talk, blah, 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 just get your parents to sign this form. Yeah. So I took the form home. I was like, Mama, I think I want to talk to this. And she's like, are you white? <gasps> you talk to me or you talk to Jesus? <laughs> are you serious? It's just not an African thing. Mental health is not discussed, which it should be. Because I think to, yeah. to hear from someone else. Realistically, what it is is that uh, just because you cannot see the wound or injury doesn't mean that it's not there. It's True. just as real as True. a physical wound. If someone broke their leg, you wouldn't be like, oh, put them in the back and or just gonna shake yeah, it, off. it off. Like, walk it off, brother. It doesn't make any fucking sense. But you see, um, also, I feel like Africans were really stupid in the sense that we don't believe in mental health. Yeah. The crazy things we do believe in. <laughs> Like, for instance, I told you for us, if you bury someone in a tie, they'll come and haunt you. Yeah. And tell you, oh, yeah. Trust me, I have not forgotten that. I can still picture your face when you said it. Exactly. So, like, how can we believe in one thing, but not something that's clearly a thing? Yeah. Apparently, at this point, uh, what we believe in is that uh, two men or two women cannot engage in sexual intercourse without mm. it being illegal, but all the cases of bestiality are just chilling. Exactly, and I'll never forget, there was a case I heard about, I will never forget this, and I know everyone kept like, oh, it's so funny. So there was this guy in Western province, and he was like, um, guys suspected that he kept sneaking into their like shambas and like having sex with their chickens. Why the chickens? Oh, I'm just like, first of all, that seems like the most Don't. ridiculous animal to make. Won't you, this is- First thing you imagine someone having to run after a chicken. <laughs> It's, that's a lot of work. Exactly. But I, I, my, my concern is that this is obviously very 
crass, but like, mm, don't you rip through the intestines? Yeah, they die right after. Oh, Yo, that's rough. Take dude. a chill pill. The one that, that I saw, in, obviously we've both heard a lot of bestiality ones. Like it's <laughs> Too many. Too many. <laughs> but the one that I heard was this guy at like 5 a.m. was caught pants down with a neighbor's cow. And then he ran off. But then when they did a test, there were like human hairs inside her. Like, yeah. Vulva. No, I, oh, I read the description. I didn't want. Yeah, yeah I didn't want to go through with it but um it's it's i there's a lot of things that that obviously need to be spoken about like the woman in the red dress in town that's what people out there know yeah people don't hear about you know like this women were getting stripped in town we're getting catcalled and a bunch of women went out and marched against this and men too and men or we don't hear about you know like the developments that africa is doing you know like we have our own Silicon Valley in Africa now. Yeah. We're gonna thunk it. Yeah. And we have kids in Kibera who are creating light for other people using um, uh, recycled soda bottles. Yeah. So I think with, with uh, all the wonderfully shitty things that happen here, there's... That we own. That we own. They're all ours. Um, a lot of things do make me happy about living in Africa, living in Kenya specifically. Mm-hmm. I grew up in Mombasa, so I... There's obviously... In, in terms of being a woman, it is difficult for a lot of reasons. But the one thing that's great is that if your car breaks down or anyone tries anything with you, there's such a sense of community. Exactly. It is unreal. Some dude will, like, like get you a chair or he'll yeah. fashion one out of his body and be like, you can't just see it. Just it, please. Yeah. Fine. Literally fix everything up for you. Treat you like you're a gem. Like a lady. Like a lady. I love it. I love, um, that's the one thing I love about Africa. The sense of community is so strong and people come together. Um, we are very pretentious in the sense that we don't talk about the serious shit. Yeah. But when something does go down, the amount of people who come through, yeah, agreed. We don't expect like small things like um, weddings, fundraisers. As much as it's crazy for an African to want to raise money for a wedding he doesn't have money for, people still come through. People still come. People still come through. And then the other thing I love about Africans. As much as it's a bad thing sometimes, everyone is your family somehow. <laughs> Literally exactly. everyone. And because of that, I yeah. find that when you go over to anyone's house, even if it's to pick something up, they're yes. like, sit, sit down and have peace. this full Love meal with us. I have tea. And if you don't have tea, you know Like, my ancestors are offended. <laughs> tea. All the teas that I have. Tea. Go sit down. Do you want beans? I have beans. Bring <laughs> the beans. Bring the beans. <laughs> and also when they yell it out, too. Exactly. <laughs> If you want to win yourself an amazing Nairobi native t-shirt from 29 Clothing, all you gotta do is tell us the craziest thing you love about Africa and we will give it to you. And obviously if Linda's being incoherent, you can find all of the information on our social media pages.